should be fine. Yeah. Why don't you like this? I'm John. I don't know who John is, but I am Molly. And this is our podcast. When we first met, we thought we were basically the same person, united by our love of Dram and Ferrero Rocher's, and it's kind of a funny story, and Keith Stanfield. But three years in, we've realised we had just as many differences. And that's what this podcast is. Each episode will be diving into a topic, from where one of us likes it, and, more importantly, asking the other. Why don't you like this? Okay, lads, this episode is about The Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64. So we booted up an emulator on the laptop, HDMI'd it to the TV screen, and you played till about halfway through the uh, Deku Tree dungeon. Yes, and I'm going to start this off with the phrase, that is the worst graphics I've ever seen in anything ever. Yeah, I'm just going to start this off with saying, what the hell were those graphics? So we're not going to do some sort of preamble where I pretend to ask questions just to fill time. You just want to start straight with how bad you didn't like the graphics. Yeah. I think it was the opening shot that was the worst. I honestly... Where you first see Link in the room. In the room where, like, I honestly don't know who thought, mate, this looks really cool put a really bad grainy tree graphic behind this weirdly I'm talking Wii level bad. I'm talking Seb bought a Wii today for twenty quid, made a mim mimi or whatever it is of me. A me. A me of me. And I'm talking there's not much comparison. It's pretty similar to how bad Link was in this game. Don't forget this came out in 1997. Yeah, exactly. So what am I saying about the Wii then? I guess, all your complimenting Ocarina of Time. <sighs> Nothing compared to a Wii is a compliment. Okay, so let's rewind a little bit. Do you have much experience with playing older games? i never played any games. What do you think is the oldest game you've ever played? Uh, the game on my computer where it was the bug creature in Scooby-Doo. The one that we got and then... And, and then we couldn't get the actual game to play. <laughs> so he bought this game, like, recently. I think I paid ten pence for it from a charity shop box. And I remember playing it all the time as a kid, plugged it into the computer, and it was on such... must have been mega-old software that it just wouldn't work. Yeah. But that's probably the oldest thing I can remember playing. So you never sort of played... Oh, no, actually, I did on a GameCube. Mario? Which one? A Haunted House one? Luigi's Mansion. Yes. At the time that you played that, would it have been a contemporary game? Or was it an old game when you played it? I don't... It would have been when I was pretty young. So probably it would have it was been only around Cinder's when it came game, out. GameCube or something. So you never sort of had much experience with playing games from the past? No, I'd say like probably the like far back I can remember is playing Worms on like PS1 or PS2. Yeah. Um... So just to add a bit of context, what games do you quite enjoy playing? The only games that I consider even worth spending my time playing are Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 2 and Resistance 1, possibly 2, definitely not 3. So this was your first sort of real-time experiencing a re- like a retro game, I suppose? 
Yeah, I think even when I experienced retro games, I never, ever played any Nintendo 64 games. I only really remember GameCube being the old console that we had. I mean, I never had a Nintendo 64 growing up, but I remember my cousin had one. So anytime we were in France, me and Alex would play GoldenEye and, and Killer Instinct and... Uh, Ocarina of Time. So, booting the game up, what differences did you notice between how something like that plays and how a contemporary game would go? I honestly cannot even express how painful playing that game was. And maybe it's because it was on an emulator, like we were playing it through a PlayStation remote, so the buttons weren't, it just didn't translate very well. I'll say right now, you weren't very good at it. No, because you see what the problem was. So the problem was, I was playing it. I didn't know where the fuck to get a sword from, where to get a shield from. Yeah, you you're told me. You're meant me, to figure it out. Yeah, and you freaking told me. You yeah. said, do you want me to tell you? And I said, no. And you go, oh, well, the clue is you get to go into the thing. I was like, well, you ruined the surprise well, now. I figured it out as a 10-year-old. And also, something that pissed me off. Go on. I was trying to whack these people, these little trolls, whatever they are. Yeah. You couldn't even touch them. But why would they bother making it so that you can assault children? Why would they bother to put that into a game? Because if they can put that fucking wallpaper, that tree wallpaper, which is the most horrendous thing to ever... The most horrendous thing to ever grease my eyes... And I've seen some. I've seen Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm talking bad, and I would. That was actually. It was actually painful. It was like getting the retinas scraped off my eyes. But it was from 1997. I don't care. And at the time, that was the best they could do with that technology. Mate, I'm not even joking. If that's the best they can do, I would have just let it go there. You get to a point, it was like me and Seb were talking the other day about the Sonic the Hedgehog and that horrible human Sonic the Hedgehog. And me and Seb were like, well, they filmed a whole film with this horrible human Sonic the Hedgehog. They should just put it out for the sake of it and then redo it later time when it's come out. Or like put it out for free just to break even or something. So you're saying... They should have made this game, realised there were limits to what they could do, and waited ten years. Yeah, and just never touched it again. But it was just ridiculous. Well, you're in the minority in feeling this. I, if you find me someone who thinks that game is the best game ever, I will hands down punch them in the face. Well, I mean, if you look on Metacritic... Yeah. It is, I think, currently the highest-rated game of all time. Yeah, and you go on Metacritic, and Nacho Libra is, like, not even that high on the list. So we all know Metacritic doesn't know shit. Well, Metacritic doesn't know anything. Metacritic, it collects reviews and comes up with an average. And its average is 97 out of 100. Hi, Seb here with an editor's note. So I mentioned the game having come out in 1997 several times. I was wrong, it came out in 1998, so bear that in mind any time I say 97. I also mentioned just then that the game has a 97 out of 100 on Metacritic. It actually has a 99 out of 100, and is the highest rated game of all time on Metacritic. That's just bullshit. Nothing. 
other than any movie with Lakeith Stanfield is a 97 out of 100. That is bullshit. We're talking Nacho Libra shit. And I'm, I would even say Nacho Libra would be like 93 out of 100. Well, it's a beloved classic that a lot of people consider one of the best games of all time. If someone considers that the best of all time, they only know up until that. I'm sorry, you've never played a game past 1993 if that's the best of all time. I mean, these people who think that's the best of all time think Snake is, like, otherworldly <laughs> and Space Pinball 3D is, like, next-level generation. Okay, so aside from the graphic... What the hell is even the story? So I'm a little pixie boy. Yeah. Is that what he is, a pixie? No. What is he, a troll? Well, it kind of gets complicated, but... um. He thinks he's one of the Kokiri children, which is the kids running the around. The trees. And you find out later on that he's not one of those. What the hell is he then? Um, I can't remember. He's like a son of Sam or something. But um, later on in the game, you find you pull like a sword out and then pulling the sword out teleports him seven years further into the future and you then get to play as an adult-sized character. So he's um so he's a spawn of the guy in Back to the Future then. I'm talking Bill and Ted level magicianship here. He pulled a freaking sword out and he's transported. Too bad they couldn't transport into the future and get some better graphics for this game. It's absolutely awful. But okay, aside from the graphics. Aside from the graphics, okay, so I can I can knife trees and get money, yeah. but I can't knife a person and steal their wallet. Why would they have wallets? They're children. Because how the fuck are plants having money? Because people leave money in the plants. It's a Do game. They? The, the people, logics. People leave money in the plants. <laughs> Kids, next time you see a rose bush, make sure to dig deep because you're going to find a few fives in the ground. Well, the logic of that isn't <laughs> what's important. The logic is what the hell. So I was walking around, a giant boulder was just running into me. Yeah. I could not get past this freaking du- giant boulder. If you'd been better at the game, you could have. You just need to run around the right corners and avoid it. Um, I was trying to freaking knife this boulder. Yeah, well, why would you think you could knife a boulder? Oh, if I can knife a plant, I can knife a boulder. You can knife a plant in real life, but you can't knife a boulder in real life. I can I can try. Well, yeah, but it's not going to stop How the fuck the do people cut rocks with knives? With little swords. It's not a freaking little sword. It's the sword of Kikuki or whatever it is. It's still a little sword at the end of the day. Um, at the end of the day, why did they not invest more money into this stupid game? Why were people so bad? I mean, we're talking 90s. We're talking some of the worst things in the world well, came out in this ju- At this era. point, these were cutting-edge graphics. This was the best that was available. I'm not being funny. That is not cutting any glasses. What did you say? Cutting edge. Cutting edge. Mate, we're talking about a fucking circle. There's no edges to be found. Well, I mean, you're playing through it. You can see that there's buildings. You can understand the environment that you're in. Yeah, it was like a pixie's dream. Mate, we're talking about Garden State. We're talking about Natalie Portman now. She, this is her fucking dream. But you can understand the environment that you're in, and that's an environment that someone's built in 1997 with the limited software they had at the time, doing what they're able to do with that software. Explain to me this. How the fuck this game looks so bad and Star Wars still look pretty good? Because... If they can do that with graphics, surely they can make people not look like wee-wees or whatever they called on that stupid game. Mees. Mees. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. That's why, the, with, why the hell it not? Because that's someone with a camera and costumes for Star Wars. Mate, I'm not even joking. I'd rather look at 
Yoda's asshole, then we'll have to play that game so, again. So, as- aside from the graphics, you didn't like the what fact the that you didn't story? like the fact... Do you want me to go over the story for you? So, the story was, a tree was spunking out little children. <laughs> the tree was spunking out little children, and then we had to become warriors. The tree's not very important. The tree was a pain in the ass. So the tree says to me, mate, good to see you again. And then I'm like, how the hell I see you again? I can't get past the fucking goblin at the gate because I haven't got a sword or a shield. So how the hell he's seeing me again? He only seen me once. Well, no, he sees all the children sometimes. I couldn't get freaking through. How? It's not like he's going to move to me. Well, he's probably... The guy guarding the the area is probably not going to, like, be there 24-7. So I've just got to find a moment. I've got to find a moment when he's not there and strike. You know, when he's having his dinner, washing his butthole. You know, that's when I've got to strike and go see my tree friend. So basically the story goes, you play as Link, you do a couple dungeons, the princess has been captured by Ganondorf. You find out that if you collect some certain things, you can go into the temple and pull out the sword, but no one's been able to do it yet. And then you're able to pull out the sword, and you jump seven years into the future, where everything's been destroyed, and there's more dungeons. And eventually, you meet all the people that created the world, and then they give you their power so you can fight Ganondorf and save the princess. Why the hell would I want to save the princess anyway? Because... What, is she like Princess Peach or something? Well, why does why does Mario want to say Princess Peach? It's just what you do in the game. Does he? Yeah, that's what Mario. That's what happens in Mario. What about the troll in it? What troll? The one that's a mushroom. That's Toad. Oh. He's just Mario's mate. Mate, I like the frog in Mario. What well, Yoshi's not a frog. I like him anyway. So I'm telling you now, this is how it is. Okay. This game. I would happily destroy every single copy known to man. You didn't like the graphics, but it's it's a popular game. It's but innovative. Why? Because people like the story. People like the way it plays. People like the figuring out the puzzles. Yeah, but people like pictionary. People like Cards Against Humanity. It does not mean these things are good in the world. Well, people like this more. People like it enough that no. its aggregated rating is 97 and it's considered like the classic game of all time pretty much people like it because it's so bad that they think it's good no yeah people like it because they think it's cool people like it because the nintendo 64 is a cool console well that's not the same as people liking it because it's so bad it's good because it's not so bad it's good for its time it went way beyond what anything else had done before i'm not being funny seb I would play Space Pinball 3D ten times over than watch anything on this. Literally, the I'd say the only thing okay, on yeah, it... yeah, I get it. You don't like no, it, but, but the only look thing, at it Look, I'm trying to say something. Go on, then. The only thing that I thought was actually all right about it was those bloody spiders. What did you like about the spiders more than They were pretty else? scary. Well, the big ones or the little ones? All of them. The rest of it was rubbish. And I actually... I. You tell me about this game, and you talk about it with such, like, high thing, and I was expecting, like, this great game. Why did you not tell me how bad it is? It's a good game. No. You just weren't... It's a good game, and you just weren't good at it. Mate, if I... I, Honestly, I can't. You're getting annoyed at me, because I really don't like it. Because it seems like you're not interested in looking at it analytically. No, because I don't understand. All you want to say is, oh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bury it in the forest. Bury it in the forest, please. I'm literally 
Playing that game was like listening to Nickelback's music. Who the hell finds joy in listening to Nickelback's music? Okay, but ignore that. It's, it is a popular game. and it How? Must be I've reason. never heard of anyone mention this game. I've heard of Leg- Legend of Zelda, but are they all yeah, Legend well, of when Zelda? When people are talking about Zelda, that's probably the game they're talking about. It's that's more the than, there's iconic. more than one game Yeah, then. it's a long franchise. It's been I, around for a long time. I'm not being funny. Out of all the consoles... Nintendo's the weakest of any. What? You it's Wii's a, you Nintendo, DS. isn't it? You like, you like it's DS. a Wii in Nintendo. The Wii is Nintendo. Exactly. My pay- point proven. What do you dislike about the Wii? The Wii is the worst console to ever exist. Like, it functions differently from a normal games console, but it creates the ability to do something different. It's got about as much function as a toilet. And I'm talking the only thing that it's good for is shitting. The motion controls, like... Mate, I... iToy, I'm yeah. talking... The iToy didn't I'm talking PlayStation well. Move or whatever. Wiggle. Yeah, that came out after. Nothing is as bad as the Wii. It's the most horrendous looking console. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's and I want to burn it down to the ground. It's a nice little white square. It's a horrible little white square. It's got no personality. It's literally, like... A fucking vortex of negativity. That you put that thing in the room and fucking bad juju is in here. <laughs> I hate that thing. It's just a cute little white box. No, honestly, I hate it. I can't believe he brought shame on our family by bringing that back. Out of all the consoles you could have, I would literally rather you. You owned a Nintendo DS. Yeah, Nintendo DS was all right. That's a Nintendo. Yeah, but it's not a fucking Wii. What is it about the Wii specifically you don't like? Because you can oh, say, oh, you brought shame on me, my Mies or whatever. What do you dislike about the Mies? You can make a little person that looks like you. You even looked at one of you that I made and said, that's actually pretty good. I said the me of me. And I don't know why the hell you're making one of my co-workers on, on me. Because I thought it would be funny. We talk about... All the time, so I thought it'd be funny to have him on our little games console. Yeah, it would be. I to be fair, I'd take a picture and definitely send that to him. Did you ever play Wii Sports? Yes, I played Wii Sports. Did you ever play the baseball? I played mode? all of it. I had the balance the... board. I had everything. So I'm talking in... about the worst memories of in, my life. In baseball, in Wii Sports, they bring out all your little me's and they're all part of your team. And, and bowling, I, think... I did bowling. A and lot. I think it would be quite funny to have <laughs> walk out. <laughs> Playing a bit of baseball. <laughs> I, I, I think we need to make know. a whole staff. I honestly, there's a few things I don't understand in the world. I don't understand paedophiles, their logic in their brain, because obviously I'm not a paedophile. I don't understand, you know, bring the rice and fans anymore. 21 pilot fans anymore. They just confuse me. Wheeze at the top of the list. I don't understand people who like Owen Wilson, and I don't know why I keep on being at work being called Owen Wilson. It really pisses you keep me off. Wow. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop saying mate as well. Okay, so let me try and break down what it is that I quite like about Ocarina of Time, and also, I guess, by extension, what I like about the Wii. Okay. I guess not related to the Wii, but for Ocarina of Time, I think I like the fact that it looks imperfect. And that everything is just made of, like, chopped up shapes. Because that was all they're able to do. And I think I can appreciate working within the limitations of what you got. I think limitations are what spark creativity. And you can say you didn't enjoy it, but there's no other game from that time period that's as expansive as it. 
and I think it sets the archetype for a certain type of game, any sort of adventure game with puzzles, that is the purest form of it. And the Wii? And the Wii, which reminds me of being 13. So taking your points into consideration, I don't agree with anything that you've just said. Do you not think that there's an appreciation to be had of seeing things working within their limitations? No. I think if you're working within your limitations, you're not doing anything groundbreaking. I, I completely disagree. Having to push limitations and do what you can with limitations is what inspires creativity. Yeah, pushing limitations, not working but within pushing, the, They're two different things. But you can't push limitations. There's only so far you can push limitations. If you're exceeding I, limitations. If you're, pushing, if you're pushing limitations, you're still working within those limitations. I just don't think that was good. So, say, for example, a band like Told Slant. Yes. Tolstan works with limitations. They don't have high-end studios to work in. And I think that's what makes their music so good, is the rawness of it. I feel like this is going to be one episode where you're just not going to enjoy me. Because I honestly, most things I can kind of, like, see your point of view. This is one where, like, I can't even wrap my brain around it. I actually don't understand why anyone would like this game. Why anyone in 2019 would choose to download an emulator just to play this game. I'm talking... What about the things that I just said about it being no. the archetype of that type of game? No. No what? No, it isn't that, or...? I'm not being funny. It's not an archetype of any game. It's literally like watching someone on Microsoft Paint fucking reenact the Bible. Oh, it's ridiculous. They did what they had at their disposal. No, they used what they, they had didn't. at their disposal and they created a game. Like, even the developers that worked it inside out, the quickest they can complete the game is about eight hours. I'm not even joking. In ICT, in like year 10, I created a game, a quiz kind of thing, based on My Chemical Romance. And you had to save Gerard from the Sea of Frank. And Frank was, like, on fire. And I'm not even joking. The game I made by doing the most simple code was a hell of a lot better than this. I'm talking, it was fast, it was fun. This, I'm not even going to describe it like a car crash. Because I think it just gives too much goodness to a car crash. I'm going to say it's, like, as bad as mass homicide. It is so bad. Well, there's a remastered HD version of this game. Yeah, and they're remaking Sonic with a fucking human teeth. But if your problem is that it feels like it's not well made, there's a version of it that looks HD. But the story is shit. You don't. You didn't even experience the story. Exactly. I was running around trying to find this fucking shop, yeah. and I couldn't even find what the story was. All I knew was a tree yeah, had it, children. It only just started the story. The story is a long story. A tree had children, and they're p- fucking pain in the ass. Why the hell was the one guarding the gate ginger? That just sums them up, them doesn't were, it? A lot of them were ginger. That just sums the game up, doesn't it? If it's supporting the ginger men. Okay, well, I think I made a good point about Toadslant, which you ignored, is that what makes Toadslant so good is they're working within certain limitations of not having an expensive studio and having to record it themselves, and it creates a rawness to their music. There's not a rawness to this, and I'm not being okay, funny. but aside from this, my point being about appreciating things for working with what yeah, they Yeah, I understand that, Seb, but I'm trying to tell you, I did not 
even appreciate this game for what it was. But can you understand no, that someone would? Not for 97 out of 100. That is fucking ridiculous. That is like saying something is pretty much perfect. If they fucking started the game with that horrible wallpaper, they know it's not perfect. If they fucking see their me, it was little perfect. troll, it was, a little troll boy. Maybe it was perfect for its time. Perfect for what time? For the 1990- 18th century. For 1997. That's what, what all hell? video games looked like in 1997. Mate, then they should have fucking ended it while they could. I'm not even joking. Well, if they'd ended it there, you wouldn't have eventually gotten Call of Duty 2 or whatever. If that's a risk I'm willing to take to get that horrible, horrible little troll boy out of the world, I'm publicly boycotting the new Zelda game, no one will buy it just for the fact that it's based on the most horrific past events I've ever encountered. You, you said earlier that you think the Nintendo 64 is a cool console to like or that people think it's a cool People console. do! What is it about it that you think that people find cool about it? Because it's so fucking hard to get your hands on. You bloody love it, don't you? All yeah, of it's you. A, it's a neat concept. It's the same as what records. What do you mean, all of you? you like all records. of you fucking hipsters. You like hipsters. records. Oh, I love the Nintendo 64. I never played it. I never really had it, but I've got such a deep childhood connection to it. But that's what I think the difference between video games then and video games now is that there's no limitations. And I think once you can do everything, everything's been done. Whereas at the... I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I don't know. I think there's just a charm that's lost when you can do absolutely anything. And I think there's a charm to the fact that they were stuck with what they had. But then you can say that about anything. You can say that about slavery. Oh, there was there was a charm to what they had where it's simpler, where blacks didn't have any rights. Oh, these bloody blacks, they got all their rights now. That's not the same thing. It's ridiculous. It's literally saying anything. This is totally, I was born in the wrong generation. No, I'm, I'm glad. I was born in the wrong generation. I'm glad that I live in this generation because I can experience both. And we live in a time where it's easier than ever to experience anything from any period of time. And I think that's great. I'm not joking. If I was born in the generation that had that, I'd end myself before I came out of the womb. It is like watching Friends while sticking razor blades into my eyes, and then Mac DeMarco's playing in the background, and I've got you going, Nintendo 64's the best game console of all. (laughs) It's just painful. And to this point, I was like, oh, mate, Seb, I'll buy you a Nintendo 64 for your birthday or whatever. No, there's no chance. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this before I spent a fucking hundred pounds on this stupid Nintendo. Mate, if we're getting anything, we're getting a PS4, just so you can realise that things do get better. This is this is the whole of It Gets Better campaign. No, it's not. That's about being gay. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking It Gets Better is the campaign started against Zelda. It does get better. Hold on in there, guys. We will get Modern Warfare Call of Duty 2 one day. I I don't know. I don't think things being better is always good. Mate, there's no comparison. Modern Warfare Call of Duty came out, what, ten years later? And there is a world of difference. Yeah, I'm because talking... of the speed that computers No, have. not even that. The levels. 
the story. I haven't got any fucking trolls in my house. There's no trees talking to me. Little fairies in my ear. I fucking hate fairies. They are the worst. I'm talking... Fairies are like the short people of the fancy land. They are the worst. I cannot imagine anything worse than a short person dressed as a fairy. I'm talking Halloween nightmares. This is what I'm saying. Why the hell are there trolls in this thing? Because they're children. I don't care. Children are arseholes sometimes. Children are small. That's why they're small. That's that's all there is to it. I don't... Mate, and I'm going to say... I'm going to go out on a whim here. And I'm going to say someone's going to freaking go, ah, oh, hope we can go back to this one day where, you know, games were based on trees nowadays it's all bloody violent and they're it's bloody throwing about, plastic in the ocean it's not a game about trees mate there's a tree talking there's, to yeah, you yeah and then you never see him again after that he dies straight away after you're done being Thank inside fuck him. mate it's because he saw this horrible little troll boy coming towards him what do you think is this connection between liking records and liking nintendo 64 what is it about nintendo 64 in particular that separates it from like the playstation one because it's people ruining everything, isn't it? Well, how are they ruining it if you didn't like it to begin with? Well, I would never like it now. What would spur people in 2019 to decide that this is a thing worth valuing? Because clearly people do. Yeah, because people are fucking nerds. This is the whole thing. People are nerds. Name me one nerd that plays Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 2. Probably lots. None. Well, I'm talking pro gamers well, play those no, games. No one's still playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in 2019. We've gone online with it and we know the badasses are on yeah, that game now. Get, yeah, and they're better than you and you get angry at them and cry. <laughs> I do. Because it just pisses me off. Can we go back to the good old days where people were actually all like shit at this game? I just don't understand. It is horrible. It's like watching Casablanca or something. Okay, I would I'll, not I'll, want to watch that. I'll make a comparison. Okay, you're not a fan of Bob Dylan? No. You're not a fan of, I guess, that era of music in general? I'm not a fan of anything but before when, the 1990s, really. But when someone at that point is able, with the limited technology they had, to make something out there and to play with the way that things sound, even and a better example, even, is the band Kraftwerk. I don't know who that is. Oh, I played German that one, one record from them. The German yeah, one? Yeah, they had... That autobahn, yeah. where it sounds like you're that going down rubbish. the road. It came out in a time where that wasn't a thing that existed, and it, they used what was available to them to make it exist. Uh, like until this point, a game with this kind of scope didn't exist, and they made it exist. Yeah, but you're saying this at the same time when good things did come out, like Dolly Parton was there. Just because we've got shitty Bob Dylan does not mean we can't have good things. Just like we have shitty Zelda does not mean we can't have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Or Worms. Even Worms. Have you ever played Worms 1? Yes! Worms 1 is unplayable. It's awful. I played it. I played it when I was a kid, I'm yeah, pretty sure. On the spin- PlayStation 1, isn't it? No, I played it on the PC where there's spindly little 8-bit things. Also, there is one game from my childhood that I really, really remember... And I remember in ICT lessons, my mate used to go on it and you used to, like, torture a stick man. Um, okay, we'll take a break. Wait, Wait. I need to find out the name of this. Yeah, we'll, we'll find sure... it out over the break and we'll come back and we'll no, I'm pretty, have the name of it. I'm pretty sure it's called Dan Ball. Tell me now. Let's look it up. 
So we've looked it up and you can't figure out what the game was. No, so I never actually played the game. So why do you remember it so much? I don't know. You know when you watch someone play a game? Yeah. And I remember being like, to my friends, I was like, what game is this? And they were like, oh, write it down. And they wrote Danble. But that wasn't the actual game. But I game. think it was like a website. And you went on Danble. Yeah. Danble or Danball? Ball. And I'm pretty sure it's just like a mini clips like game website. Yeah, just like a bunch of Flash games. Yeah. But I don't um, know what, what it was. What time period would this have been? We can put this question out to our two, two <laughs> listeners. So when I was in like year five or six. So when was that? Like 2009-ish? 2010? Yeah, 2008, 2009. Okay, so... If you remember a game where you're torturing stick figures, which I know put, there like, are a lot, you could of, put like acid or something on him, and it in had it had some relation to potentially a website called Dan Ball. Let us know if you remember it. Yeah, but I don't know how I would know whether it was the game or not because you, I actually do you don't think know what it looked like. If you saw it, mm, I'm pretty sure it's just like a simple stick man. You made like a bridge, and then you could put like acid under the bridge, and he could fall through, and like I don't know. Hmm. So things were getting a bit heated before. Um, I think I'm I was feeling a bit frustrated because it felt like you were refusing to engage with it at all. But you're feeling that there's no part of it that makes you want to engage with it. It's like if we were to listen to just Lewis Capaldi music for like. I think there are things I could say about Lewis Capaldi's music. But I just don't. I just don't understand because I didn't understand what I was playing. I didn't want to listen to any of the story. I just wanted to hit the people. I didn't want to fucking hit plants. I just wanted to hit people. I couldn't hit the people. I was getting frustrated. I was trying to kill the fucking spiders. They would not die. They killed me. And I was just like, I actually don't want to play this game. Okay, so I think let's take a detour and discuss our recommendations for this week. And then I want to go back in and discuss revisiting media from a past time period. Okay. So what are your picks for this week's Seven Molly Recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend a film. It's not a new film. I watch it all the time. I Every time I watch it, I cry. I'm going to recommend the film Someone Great featuring Lakeith Stanfield because that film, every time I watch Lakeith's naked body, I think, what a glorious man. There are certain things that I think, I imagine sort of the law of this show, like things that are officially, we've talked about them so much, they're a part of it. I think there's Chicken Little. <laughs> oh, I hate that, man. Kanye West, Stuart Little to some extent, um, Short Term 12, and also Lakeith mm. Stanfield. I find that I say people are fit a lot. Yeah. But I don't think I mean it most of the time. I think it's mainly just skin deep. Yeah. Whereas Lakeith Stanfield, other than you, is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. That's touching. You're up there, babe. You and Lakeith Stanfield at the top. There's something about him, isn't there? There's just something about the way his body moves. Um, I guess while we're on the topic of Lakeith Stanfield, one of my recommendations is going to be Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yeah. I'd go out on a limb and probably say Sorry to Bother You might be my favourite move for the decade. It's good. And it's got Lakeith in it. 
I mean, this man, is there no limits to what he will do? I mean, he was in Death Note. Death Note was bad. Yeah. But, like, when he was there, I was a bit like... You know, it's like my Fifty Shades of Grey, really, isn't it? We watched Doctor Sleep in the cinema. Oh, yeah, Doctor Sleep also, I definitely recommend. I thought it was actually a really good time. I enjoyed it. At no point did I look at my phone to see how long was left. It was a long film, but it didn't feel too long. Ewan McGregor put in a solid performance. Mate, Ewan McGregor was... And the girl was really good. Yeah, she was. It was just a really good film. Um, One takeaway I had from it was that you don't need to have seen The Shining to understand it. I guess you kind of need to know The Shining as a cultural reference. Yeah. But seeing it enhances how you feel about The Shining rather than it being the other way around, which I think is good. I just think it was a really good performance. I think there was no part of it that I thought this isn't enjoyable, no part of it that made me think, you know, this person's not the best person. It was a good level of scary, a good level of suspense without being too scary. Because I will shit myself in the cinema if it's too scary. I think it is skewed more as a thriller than a horror. It was just really good. And I feel like the, the closest equivalent to it of being like a film like that is when we first watched the first It movie. Yeah. Like, I thought, I've watched, I've watched parts of the original It didn't enjoy it. I've watched parts of The Shining. I can't really remember if I wa- we watched it all. Didn't fully enjoy it but like these ones I went into thinking they're probably not going to be very good and they were both really good like on the same level I'd say of being like some of the best in that kind of genre um any music recommendations I don't think I've been listening to music to be fair what about just an album just that you like that you think people might not have heard words words of prey (laughs) isn't that the bible one what songs of praise? Songs of praise. And <laughs> um, I don't even think I've listened to anything, Serb. Okay. Uh, oh, I mentioned Rex Orange County Pony. Yeah, you mentioned it last episode. Well, let's go recommend it again then, because it's a pretty bomb ass album. My musical recommendation, which you don't even know about this one yet, is a guy named Obong Jayar. Oh my fucking god! Um, he's Nigerian. I first heard him. He shows up in two. Songs from the new Danny Brown album. I guess that's kind of a double recommendation. I'm also recommending the new Danny Brown album. If you liked his last album, you'll like it. If you like abstract left-wing hip-hop, you'll like it. Um, but Obong Jai, he's got this really deep Nigerian accent. I think he's London-based, but I think he grew up in Nigeria. It's hard to describe his music. It's sort of, I guess, kind of somewhere between hip-hop and like alternative pop. Mm. Um yeah, I think if you're looking for pop music that's very different from what you're going to hear anywhere else, definitely give them a listen. Interesting. One thing where you do go back, you personally, to times when the technology wasn't there, is movies. You really like Drop Dead Fred, for example. For me, I think because I never played games as a kid yeah i'd occasionally play them around lucinda's like i never really had any consoles i think the first one that i really remember was the xbox 360 i did have a xbox but i don't really remember playing on it very much is the 360 what you were used to playing modern warfare on so i had an xbox 360 at my mum's and me and my stepdad would play call of duty literally every day yeah and then at my dad's, they had a PlayStation 3, 
and we play Call of Duty or we play Resistance because obviously Resistance isn't available on the Xbox, which is the whole yeah. reason why we got a PlayStation over an Xbox. I've been trying to avoid talking too much about Call of Duty because I think that's going to be our next episode. No, we're not going to play that. Are we not? No. We've got to play something. I don't know. We can find something. Right. We can't play a game where you've already played it and you like it. Don't like, I don't particularly like it. That is lies. I don't like... Every time... No, you don't like me shouting. Yeah, I don't like how you become when we play it. Mate, I become next level. Okay, are we allowed to get into this then? I don't like its messaging. I think the gameplay no. is okay. And I really don't like the way you become when we start playing it. <laughs> I turn from... What I normally like is, which is like a middle-aged man, I calling people love. I don't really call people love. I call people mate, babe. You call everyone babe. No, it's turned into mate now. I can't stop. Oh, I call everyone mate. That's all right. That's no, it's, it's a bit weird. Anyway, um, you turn from that into a into literally a fifteen-year-old horny boy who wants to fuck a horny teenage boy chugging Monster Energy, who's wired. Literally had no sleep. His parents are telling him, ah, turn the fucking music down. He goes, fuck you, mum. I don't care about what you think. I'm going to break all your expectations. I'm going to become a pro gamer. He's red in the face. He's angry that he doesn't understand He's swearing on the microphone. Oh, fuck you, you little Indian cunt. And that's you when we play That is me. And I don't like that. I become very aggressive. And I'm not very good at Call of Duty. It It's not even that I'm aggressive. When I play on co-op with Seb, he's so bad and it pains me because I got everything on like three stars. When me and my stepdad played, everything, even the one where you have to stab juggernauts on the fucking boat, like I got three stars on that. How the hell can I not even get them with you? I can barely get fucking one star on that. You're bleeding out within five seconds. No one's even shot a gun. You shot yourself and you're bleeding out on the floor. And then I have to come back to grab you. And then I die coming over to you. If they remake Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2... (laughs) Which which, they probably won't. I thought we heard they were. I can't imagine And they made everything about it as good as it could possibly be. Would you still play the version you grew up with? Yeah, definitely, 100%. So why would you play that when there's a version that's the same but improved? Because the thing with Modern Warfare 2, to me, there's no nothing better. Well, what if just the graphics were no, crisper? What the, if it no, was more realistic? I wouldn't want it to be more realistic. It would be weird if it was too realistic. Because it's not that realistic. It makes me feel okay playing it. When I play that... Call of Duty one where it's based in like World War Two or whatever. I actually felt really weird playing it because it looks so realistic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the thing with that one is like I don't feel bad playing it. I don't feel like it would have a negative impact on me. So I mentioned earlier you like movies that you grew up with, or you wouldn't have even grown up with because you weren't alive when Drop Dead Fred came out. No, but I did grow up with it. I suppose, but you appreciate it despite the fact that, like, the special effects are not very good. No, but I don't feel like in that film the special effects are meant to look good. I suppose. Like, the only real instance where the special effects are is when his head gets squashed in the fridge. I'm sure if they could make the special effects better... No, there's no way. There's a whole dream sequence, isn't there? Yeah, but that looks pretty realistic. 
Do you think by modern standards? Yeah, it looks pretty good, to be fair. With Drop Dead Fred, there's nothing that I do better. All the performances in it are good. It feels... It's funny. I love it. But it still looks like a relic of its time. Even if not necessarily visually, but the way the characters speak, the dialogue, the, the humour. Yeah, but I would say the difference between that and that Zelda game, if I grew up playing that, I would not think that looked realistic at all. But it doesn't pretend to look realistic. No, but there's nothing about it that would make me think this doesn't need improvements. I suppose. Whereas Drop Dead Fred, like, you thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed Drop Dead Fred. I mean, not to the extent that you seem to, but it was. I enjoyed watching it. It's just hard because I didn't grow up with a very fondness for games. Yeah. Like, I was a teenager, really, when... I grew a fondness for these games. Whereas I feel like, for you, this is something that you probably looked forward to playing because it was at your family's house and you didn't have one at home. But I do think I genuinely enjoy it as a game. I enjoy playing it. I enjoy playing through the story. It's hard because, obviously, I've been really harsh about it. But there's no part of what I've said that I would take back. Yeah. Like, I just really didn't like it. I was waiting to finish it. And normally I'll stop because I don't want to hurt your feelings. But I honestly can't see... Like, you're talking to me, you're telling me these points. But with what I've played, I cannot take any of these on board. So the name of our show is Why Don't You Like This. In a shortish sentence, why don't you like Crooner of Time? The whole aesthetic of it, the story, the fantasy elements. Just not my style. Like, as fantasy games go, I don't really like fantasy games anyway. Yeah. i never seen any of the Harry Potters. i never seen any of the Lord of the Rings, which is probably the fucking closest equivalent with their stinky troll feet. That's what they got in it, stinky troll feet. Those what, horrible little man. Yeah, the little hair. The little ginger feet. ones. Yeah. i never seen... I know, Actually, I do like... I have seen Aragorn. So, it's not just a case of visually... It looks I just, dated. I just hate games like that. It's just that there's nothing there for you and the fact that it's dated, rather than making it charming... Makes it really horrible. Makes it just a worse experience. Yeah, it's like when I come back with some of these like really kitsch things that you're like, that's actually too bad. Yeah, like some of the teapots that you like. Like, even with Mario Kart and stuff, I fucking hate Mario Kart. Why do you hate Mario Kart? I hate Mario Kart. There's no part of it that I enjoy... I, the one one I would say that I did enjoy is Crash Bandicoot, but I don't really think that could be fantasy anyway. Yeah, Mario Kart's not fantasy. Mate, there's a fucking frog racing a car. Yeah, but there's a bandicoot racing in Crash Bandicoot. A bandicoot? What the fuck is a bandicoot? It's a type of animal. Is it actually? Yeah, a bandicoot's a real animal. I thought it was just a rat or something. What no. is it? I thought it was a fox or something. No, like it's Basil kind of, I think it's like an Australian rat kind of thing. Wow, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't like the Spyro one. I don't know any other fantasy games. Um, I guess this also seems like it's kind of been partly an episode about the Nintendo Wii. Can you give me, in a sentence, what you dislike about the Nintendo Wii? I can't even put into words. It's just a feeling inside me. You know, when you hear about a monstrosity, something really bad that's happened, and inside you just feel crushed... Say a train of uh, about five hundred people gets. But a thing you often track. say is like, you grew up with it, so 
and I didn't, but you did grow up with the Wii. You had yeah, I, unfortunately, I had. Did you, did I you had to bear. It at the time, I hated the Wii. Why did you hate it? I remember Dad bought the Wii. I didn't want to play it. He bought it for me, sold it, and then Shelby wanted a Wii, and he bought a Wii, and he bought me a Sherlock Holmes game for it for some reason, and I was like, I don't fucking want this game. I said to him, Why the hell would you buy a Wii again? Have you not made the same mistake twice? Why the hell, out of all the consoles in the world? I'm not even joking. I would literally rather someone give me a fucking piece of paper and a pen than play the Wii. It's like buying a brand new car and someone hitting it on the way home. Uninsured, and you're not going to get any compensation. That is how I feel. I feel like it would be like, as I give birth to our firstborn, someone fucking hitting it on the head with a hammer. It's been a lot more than a sentence. I hate the Wii. I just hate it. I asked a concise sentence. Okay, the Wii is shit, and anything to do with the Wii deserves to be burnt to the ground. Okay, cool. Um, Can I take a guess at how you'd rate Ocarina of Time? You know how I'm going to rate it. I think you're giving it a 1 out of 10. It's getting a 1 out of 10. Um, where do you think I'm rating it? I reckon you're going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm going to give it a strong 8 to a light 9. Oh, that's bullshit. Um, and I guess I did come up with a question I wanted to sort of go out on. Um, do you think a game that looks the way that does could exist that you would like? No. Do you think even if it played like Call of Duty... Mate, just had... imagine Call of Duty with fucking me's everywhere... What the hell? Call of Duty and what? They've got a fucking, they've got a fucking slingshot and they're hitting spiders. Do you think that a, a video game from before your time could exist that you would like? No, that is just ridiculous. Why not? Space, yeah, you know there is one. Space Pinball 3D on the computer. That, now we're talking. Now we're talking of a good game. Do you fundamentally dislike old games? I just don't like anything old, really. How recent does the game have to be for you to Mate, potentially like it? I'm talking does it mod- to, modern warfare onwards. Does it have to have existed when you were old enough to be to, Yeah. The thing is, with people saying, oh, I was born in the wrong generation, born in the wrong generation. Which I'm not saying, by the way. No, but it's bullshit because I'm not being funny. Early 1990s was shit. Who the hell wants to be born in the early 1990s so they grow up with that shit? If I was a kid, I'd fucking protest. Jamie Oliver trying to get turkey twizzlers off. Why the fuck is no one boycotting the Wii and fucking Zelda? What the hell? Come on, we're talking about real travesties in the world. What do you think about the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, that's even worse. Do you not think it looks good? No, I think the Wii, it's the worst. Then we've got the Nintendo Switch, then we've got the N64. What's your favourite of the games consoles? Is it the PS3? I don't know. The PS3, solely based on its the console that's got both the games that I want, I bought a console to play, Resistance and Modern Warfare 2. I will admit but I do like Resistance. I've Resistance is really good. I don't think I'd have, I'd have as much of a fond memory of it if I played it by myself, but I think the fact that it's the, the only story game mode is really good. Together, I think it, I do it's think good it's though. It doesn't look aged. It does look aged. No, it it's looks not bad. Mis- it's misty and washed out. and... No, that's what it looked like back in the day though. Mm. I don't know, it looks like it came out when it did. But, in terms of because that plays both of them, but I loved my Xbox 360. Yeah? My little white 360, it was beautiful. I play that every day. I just, 
it's hard because I don't want to be mean to you, but I also, anyone tells me that's over a five out of ten, I can tell that their balls are sweaty because they're lying like hell. The thing has got a bit heated in that episode. I think probably one of the most heated episodes we've had so far. Sometimes a man's just got to know when he should quit and stop being a wimp and just say, Zelda's shit. But, as we always say, the show is, why don't you like this? Not, I want to make you like this. It should be called, why the fuck does Seb buy a Wii and think Zelda is an 8 out of 10? So, we were going to do, I thought we were going to do a Call of Duty game. But Molly doesn't reckon we can get an episode out of it. She thinks I secretly like it. This is the thing, it's lies. You know when someone's blatantly telling lies? He enjoys it, and he's pretending he doesn't, because he doesn't want to be associated with 15-year-old boys, doesn't it? We couldn't think of another direct video game, but we thought of sort of a media-related thing that I don't have my equivalent for, so we just bosh them out. So what's the next episode? Next episode's about food videos, like ASMR videos crunchy videos you know i'm talking about the good stuff are we talking like mark weens that kind of thing or no we we're talking, talking like just eating videos just eating videos cool because i really don't like them and we have to watch them a lot because you're constantly putting them on i can't stop so thanks for listening 15 episodes the you know the show's still in its adolescence but soon it will be old enough to drink you know still getting that one view Thank you, Seb's parents. I don't think they listen very often. Well, then that's absolutely ridiculous. Thank you, Luca. Thanks, Luca and Tom, if you're still listening at this point. I'll try not to offend you, but for some reason, we do have the better dog in this scenario. I don't know, the show kind of evens out to six listeners per episode, generally. I don't know what statistics you're looking at for that. Our last two have only got four. Yeah, but they slowly grow up. They slowly peak up, climb upwards. Mate, we're peaking. I'm talking six listeners. Buy one, get one free. Come on, mate. We've got six different counties there. Six different counties are listening. We've got Cornwall, Devon, Scotland, Wales, England and Ireland all listening at once. England's not a county. They are now. They're all fucking nationwide. Um, so until next time, get some sleep. Get woke. Stop buying fucking wheeze when you see them for £20. It's not a bargain. You're just going to disappoint them. The show's opening theme song, Bicycle Weather, as well as its closing song, Even Pinker, was performed by Pickle Darling. The album Bigness is available now on Zed Tapes Records. You'll also hear an extract from the Lost Words theme composed by Koji Kondo. Why didn't you buy a PS3? Everyone knows that we's are the children and girls. And gays. <laughs>